0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Titans Time Podcast, your Tennessee Titans podcast for the Pigskin Podcast Network. I'm your host, Tyler Staggs. Got a special show planned for you tonight. Got our good buddy back. He's back after you know a little time away. Just had to have, you know, got a reset in. He's ready to go talk some Titans football. Excited to have Rossi back with us. Excited to have him back doing a live show, coming on the show. And everyone, go support both of our shows. If you want to support my show, it's simple. If you want to listen to the audio version that'll be up later tonight, then go check it out. Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Give me a follow on there. Leave a five-star rating. Leave some comments, questions. Love that interaction on there. If you're right here watching the live stream, I need you to just back out of the chat right quick. That subscribe button, if it's red, go ahead, click it, turn it gray, turn on the post notifications so you never miss when I upload a new video, when I do a live show, and I'm trying to hit between 800 and 1,000 subscribers before the end of the year, and I really appreciate everyone that's already subscribed to the channel, and while you're out of the live chat, go ahead and leave a like on this video, and check me out on social media. Twitter is at Titans underscore time, Instagram, Titans time podcast, Facebook, Titans time. And like I said, you got to check out Rossi's show too, if you haven't already and give him a follow on Twitter. His Twitter is at Titans Rossi and his YouTube is Titans Rossi. No, he's already uploaded uh, one video uh, since being back. And I know he's going to have more just absolute, banger videos coming for everyone so definitely be on the lookout for those and you know share out our channel share our share out the videos especially this one you know we want to get more people in here we're going to be talking about what titans players we think will have the biggest impact on the Titans season this year and what players that you know right now maybe they're flying under the radar or maybe they didn't have the best season last year but we think they're going to turn it around and have a breakout season this year. But Rossi, how you doing tonight, man?
1: Man, I'm doing fantastic, man. It's good to be, you know, it's my first live show back with anybody in, in about what uh, it's close to, to about a month and a half. So, um, yep, it's good to be back, man. It's good to be talking sports with you, um, talking Titans um you know any any a lot a lot happened while I was while I was away and incognito but <laughs> you know I got caught up and I did catch the draft uh when I was gone and stuff and right um you know my my heart kind of was pulled in a lot of different directions during that <laughs> draft and um took me a while to kind of get over what we did but <laughs> I'm over it now I'm ready to move on I'm ready to see what the Titans got. I'm, I'm really excited about this defense um, coming mm-hmm. in the next season, and um, you know, I mean, most people wouldn't say this, but I'm excited to see what what Tannehill and how he responds. You know, and yeah. uh, you never know what's going to happen. Um, you know, it's la- it's like last season we had the uh, oh my gosh, the offense going to be the best offense. Mm-hmm. And- since the the greatest show on turf you know (laughs) and then the offense ended up being crap and then the defense ended up you know so hopefully we'll have the turnaround on offense like we did on defense last year and something will click you know
0: maybe so and like you mentioned so many emotions with the draft there especially with everything that happened on the first night um i was on the power hours um draftacular show all of us sitting there and when that news broke for aj being traded it was like you let the air out of every room that we were in like it it just it kind of shot the mood (laughs) for the the night going into that but you know like you said all that's in the past now aj's with his new team we have our new team that we got to focus on Young guys coming in, and I'm gonna hit on some of these comments right quick. Uh Titan Up says, I hope Farley steps up. Um, you know, Titan Up, funny that you mentioned Farley because he's a guy that you know maybe we mention a little bit later on. Um Titan Pratt said, Rossi, did you watch the show the other night? He had a blast. Um I I watched
1: some of it, Bryce.
0: My wife's saying Hi, guys, tighten up. Uh, Polly D says, Welcome back, Rossi. Tighten up, tighten up tighten to you up, as well. Pauly Pauly. D. Uh, we got Al Pierce saying, Tighten up, guys, tighten up to you, Al. Hope you're doing well. Um, and yeah, we'll go ahead and dive on into this a uh, little bit. So, you know, when we're looking at these impact players, obviously. You have the guys who you know they're gonna lead the team, but there there's some adversity going on now. And right. a lot of people seem to forget that, you know, since Henry got injured last year, oh he's I've saw it all over Twitter. He's a shell of himself. He he's not gonna be the same. Um but then you see those Henry workout videos drop, see him running uphill and cutting off of that foot. And you're like, okay, NFL is fixing to have, you know, the rest of the NFL is fixing to have a wake-up call here and be reminded. And even though Henry is a superstar, there seems to be a lot of people counting him out coming back from this injury. So that makes me think, hey, this, this is an opportunity for him to come back, be that impact player again and show, you know, just lead this team like we know it can do.
1: Yeah, um, I, seeing that video of him running up the hill, and it, it brings back memories, you know, and I, we're going to catch a lot more of that too. And it was the way he was running too, you know, he wasn't just – it wasn't flat-footed or nothing. He was running on his the, the top of his feet, and he, he just mm-hmm. looked – I mean – I think the guy is, is primed and ready to, you know, uh, silence all the doubters. Cause there is a, there actually is quite a few doubters Um, mm-hmm. maybe not s- as much Titans fans, but I've seen some Titans fans out there doubt Henry. And if you do that, you ain't a Titans fan of my book. Um, but, <laughs> um, I've seen some of them on Twitter and stuff and Facebook and, uh, but, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of doubters across the league. Um, I think that, you know, he's primed, and I think he's going to have an awesome year. I mean, um, as long as he can stay healthy, knock on mm-hmm. wood and all that, and I think he will, um, I think, man, he's he's ready to carry this team on his back. And, you know, you look at some of these guys that we got now, I mean, the wide receiver room has totally changed. Um and it's good to see Robert Woods already out there practicing mm-hmm. and making cuts. I mean, he's, I would say he's, he's well ahead of schedule. Um, yeah. you know, obviously there's some worry there with Burks and not just because of what's happened in training camp or whatever OTA is, which I don't put any stock into that at all, but you know, they said Jamar chase was going to be a bust. Well, look what he did.
0: Yeah, and, exactly. Um,
1: and, you know, there was a bunch of stuff coming out of him. Like, oh, he's dropping passes, blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, it's hard. To, you can't really rely on a rookie to be your number one guy. But at the same time, there's a lot of rookie receivers that have, in the past few years, um, that have, like, just came on the scene first year and just went crazy. You got, like, Justin mm-hmm. Jefferson, mm-hmm. guys like that. It seems like these rookie receivers nowadays are, are making – A bigger impact quicker and there's a lot of pressure on burts you know there's a lot of Mm -hmm. pressure on him to perform i you know i don't understand why we haven't really gone out and got somebody else i mean maybe they're happy with you know nwi kind of being in that same role um you know and uh you got guys like dez who's Mm -hmm expected to step up you got guys like uh mason Kinsey, who's who's kind of you know he i mean they're looking for him to step up too and a lot of these yep. guys that are on the fringe of the end of the wide receiver that fourth fifth wide receiver sixth wide receiver so we'll see what's gonna happen racy mcmath there's a guy that uh the titans really like um right are they going to stick with this core or are they going to add to it? You know, um, it, then the Kyle yeah. Phillips guy, he's looked great. He has, um, impressive. So, uh, we'll yeah, see, it, man.
0: And, you know, it, talking about like these impact players, and I'm going to hit on a couple of these comments right quick. Uh, yeah. Pauly D saying, yeah. well, 2020 great offense, 2021, amazing defense, 2022, we put it all together uh, as we know, health right. is everything in the NFL. Uh, Bryce says that he has a question for us. Bryce, shoot away. Let, let's see what that question is. Uh, my wife says, talking about Henry, he's completely healed and he's going to have so much time to build back up. He didn't have a ton of time to build up after recovery before the last game. Uh, Pauly D says, nothing like having a tank like Henry with a chip on his shoulder. Look out. And my wife says, I think we're in for another surprise this off season. Uh, We may be picking up another free agent. And, I mean, we have the Julio money now. There's only, like, yeah. two more rookies that have to be signed to their rookie <laughs> deal. So, you know, there's definitely that possibility we make another splash in who's, free agency. Um,
1: who's the rookies that we – have we signed, like our- – Burks and all the main uh, guys are
0: Burks has been signed. Um, I'm trying to think of who the two are that haven't signed. Um, I am blanking right now. I think um, MPF is signed. I'm wanting to say
1: McCreary, the second possibly
0: round pick. McCreary and willis i could be wrong but i think it's those two that haven't been signed yet um but you know i have no doubt that'll that'll happen but uh what and like i said talking about these impact players you know again henry's a superstar you mentioned a guy though that seems like he's ahead of schedule coming back from a torn acl And it just makes Uh, you think about, like, the different position and the different body type that he has. Because you look at, like, LaJuan and Bud Dupree, when they tore their ACLs and then tried to come back last year, you know, they they rushed back. They weren't really ready to go by the first of the season. But, you know, knock on wood, it looks like Woods is going to be ready to go by the first of the season and it's because, you know, he's not carrying around as much weight as the one and Bud Dupree. And that's another guy who I, you know, I've been thinking about it can be a huge impact player. If he comes in firing on all cylinders and just help this Titans offense, who are some guys that you think are going to really be some impact players for the Titans this season and, just really leading this team
1: um you know it's hard when I, I was actually I got the depth chart pulled up on my phone just kind of <laughs> scouring through them and you know the wide receiver depth really worries me um mm-hmm. I know you know we're talking about impact like that Kyle Phillips kid um out of what he's where I can you see UCLA uh, yep UCLA I think he's pretty impressive, you know, I mean, it's, it's really, I think your wife is right. I mean, we, we could make a splash. Um, I've heard a lot of people saying they're going to bring Julio back, you know, and stuff like that. (laughs) Um, I don't see that happening. I just don't see them going that route. uh, Right. You know, Um, I really, the guy I really look to be an impact player is Austin Hooper. I think Mm -hmm. he's a guy that can come in. And there's a lot of people that say, oh, well, he's not like he was when he first came in the league and all that. But I think, you know, I think that's something the Titans definitely, obviously, they lacked on last year. Mm -hmm. And I think they would be wise to really utilize him and his skill set and get the tight end more involved in the passing game and things like that. I think he could be one of those guys that is like one of those playmakers you know um he might not he's not gonna have a thousand yards or anything but i think he's one of those guys that could have you know five six hundred yards and be one of those guys that you hit on third down um get your first down with a lot um but i really man this defense is exciting to me (laughs) you know there's so many players on defense and i and I, and I like what they did in the draft. A lot of people question it, but the Roger McCreary pickup, I really mm-hmm. like that. Um, you know, he's a press corner guy, man coverage type of guy. Mm-hmm. Um, they went away from what they had in Jackrabbit. Um, I think you already have a definite improvement. I'm excited to see what Caleb Farley would do. And I like that mm-hmm. they did that because if, you got Farley, he's out there running, he's out there practicing, you know, you obviously got to give the guy a shot, right? I mean, you got to mm-hmm. give the guy a shot to compete for the starting position there, but you also have a guy in McCreary. If he doesn't work out, they can battle for that position. Then you got Elijah Molden, yep. um, in the slot who I think's done a great job, but who I really think is going to be like, just the impact player this year. And these, all these guys were impact player last year on defense, but yep. man, like that, Zach Cunningham and David long combo, seeing <laughs> them in a full season together, David long's healthy. Um, seeing them in a full season. And I really expect Bud Dupree to have to be an impact player this year as well. Yep. Um, I think the whole defense in a whole are impact players. I mean, if you look at this depth chart from top to bottom on defense, there's no reason we shouldn't be a top five defense this season.
0: And I, mean, and I don't, I don't know if you saw this or not, but um, you know, I, I, I'll scroll TikTok every now and then, and I'm seeing these people put out, you know, talking about top ten defenses in the NFL and breaking down and who they think none can be of us a top are on th- there. Yeah. And they have the Titans as a, like, somewhat unlikely. And I'm like, y'all did not, like, y'all obviously did not watch this Titans defense last year. Because, and they're like, oh, well, they gave up this many yards. Okay, I don't care if they gave up that many yards. You look at how dominant they were and everything. Like, this defense Has the potential? I they're top ten in my opinion, and they have the ability to be top five. I mean, really, like they're they're just that good. If Um, healthy, yeah. If if healthy, and because I think they've improved in the secondary, which would take care of like the total yards allowed. Um, we know they can get after the quarterback. So, it—I—I I don't know. Just seeing that, I'm like, man, y'all, y'all just didn't watch this Titans defense. And I like those guys that you threw out as impact players because we need an improvement from the tight end position this year. We already knew that, you know, even though it didn't show up in the stat sheet, Bud Dupree helped out the Titans pass rush. Yeah, last year, but. You know, like you said, he can be an impact guy this year. He may start uh, racking up the sacks this year and doing even more. And Elijah Molden, like you said, that had a really good rookie season and can just improve on that. So I I like the guys that you mentioned there. And Bryce's question was, can Bobby Trees help out Traylon Burks by being a veteran leader? uh yeah for sure i think that uh you know i think robert woods will accept that role he'll be a veteran leader i mean he's he's already come out and said that you know he's loving nashville just not just the team but when he's out in public you know people are so nice everything else. so you know i think he's going to embrace being here in nashville and you know, he's going to be a veteran leader in that locker room and help out these younger guys in the receiving mm-hmm. room. Um, Polly D says if Will Fuller can stay healthy, he could definitely be a positive addition. Uh, what do, you, what do we think? And I'll let you take that one, Rossi.
1: Um, I like Will Fuller. I mean, I think he would be definitely a, uh, he's, he's fast. I mean, he's, he's had a good career. You know, I mean, yeah, if he could stay healthy, but I think he's a guy. Yeah, I mean, he's the type of guy the Titans kind of need. I mean, that kind of veteran presence, you know, um, he's a guy that can play the slot. You know, um, I I would really like the addition of Will Fuller. I I actually said it um, last season. I thought, you know, we could bring on Will Fuller or whatever, but um, I think – I think any type of veteran player like that, that's still Mm -hmm. got some juice in the tank and still, um, and he's real quick too, you know, he's, he's fast, he's got the speed. I think that's somebody we need. I mean, I just don't see how, how at this point, I mean, if you started the season today, you know, you're looking at burks wouldn't be a starter i would imagine i mean right you know you you'd have bobby trees bobby trees is hurt uh but who would you have i mean i guess i mean Mm -hmm. are they planning and what is the plan with burks are they just going to throw him out there at number two and and right at the beginning of the season like like i said it's tough to put a rookie in that situation especially trying to fill the shoes of aj brown i mean right arguably the best wide receiver in in Titans history um, since they've been in Nashville and you're expecting him to fill those shoes. Like, I just don't see how that, I mean, are, do you put NWI out as the number two are they, are they that high on him that he's improved enough to be, I just, I mean, I don't see it. I mean, and then you're going to rely on a rookie and Kyle Phillips and, you say, I mean, if Kenzie makes the team, I mean, you're relying on a lot of young guys. Um, yep. Fitzpatrick, McMath. Uh, then you got, who else is the guy? Josh Malone. I mean, you got a lot of guys that are fighting for spots and it's going to be a war um, in that wide receiver room because you got guys like, are you going to keep Fitzpatrick? Are you going to keep Hollister? Are you going to keep Kinsey? Are you going to keep McMath, Malone? Like, yep. I feel like, I feel like Dez is probably going to be kept regardless just because, I don't know. I mean, they seem to like him, you know, and and he was a fourth-round pick. I think they give him another year on the active roster regardless. So then that leaves you got – so you got Woods, you got Burks um, that are shoe-ins that are definite keeps. You got NWI, that's three. You got Fitzpatrick, that's four. I mean they might let Fitzpatrick go if he doesn't if he ain't up to snuff. Then you got maybe they kept six last year, right?
0: I think so.
1: They kept six, I believe. So then you got two spots left. And those two spots, you got McMath, Phillips, Hollister, Kenzie, and Malone fighting for those. And then there's a couple guys at the bottom, bottom that that are just practice squad guys. But um it's those last Two spots, man, it's going to be a battle um, in camp for those spots for sure.
0: Yeah, it is. And, you know, you looking at the special teams aspect of it, um, not even just at like the returner spot, but at the gunner spot. And, you know, that's a spot that they like McMath at.
1: McMath, yeah. I mean. Yeah,
0: like, so. Yeah. You know, you you have to wonder if that kind of already – you know, barring anything happening in OTAs, training camp, all of that, you, you wonder if that automatically kind of writes him in to a spot there because they know that they have him at that gunner spot. Um, but, yeah, like you said, Come it's right. it, it's going to be uh, interesting to see there. Uh, Dadson Worldwide said, I'm anticipating Hooper Woods and NWI with Burks coming off the bench to try um, – and gain mixed mix, mix matches and make splash plays along with Tory and two tight end sets plus the slots. I think we are deep, just need to see it. Um, mm-hmm. My wife talking about them talking about our defense, saying, Well, shoot, they can talk smack all they want. Uh, we right. like being the underdog. Uh, Dadson said, After preseason, we will all feel better about the new guys. Um, Hopefully so. There's some times you can watch those preseason games and watch those new guys out there and if they're struggling against second and third team guys, then you're like All right. okay, what what have we done? Um Bryce asked if we would take Julio Jones back. Uh you kinda hit on this earlier in that you don't see the Titans doing this. Um you know, it if it was an extremely team-friendly deal. Right. I wouldn't say no to it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you're talking just just a couple of million. Like, you, you can't he, Three he and a half hit,
1: mil or something.
0: Yeah, he couldn't hit. If his asking price was five or six, then no. Um, because there's still some other guys out there that you could probably go grab um, that would do – play the same amount of time and have kind of – not necessarily be able to take over a game, but would just make more sense. Um, My wife says, I hope Kenzie makes the team. He needs a solid chance on the grass. Um, And uh, just – Kind of going on from that, you know, like you said, just looking at the receiver room because all the videos we've saw of Phillips, you know, he, he the guy good. looks good. He's, he's very quick in short spaces, runs good routes, right. And I know a lot of people don't want to give credit. And, you know, I saw you going back and forth with a lot of people, but I think, like, yes, even though they used a pick on Phillips and Kenzie was undrafted, I think that's going to be a tighter competition than what a lot of people are giving credit for right there because, you know, Kenzie, Vrabel and them have kept him around for a reason. And, you know, they've been, Kenzie's been putting in the work, he's been in the playbook, working on everything they wanted to work on. So... I think that's going to be a tighter competition than what a lot of people think. So,
1: I do too. And like, I mean, and it could come down to a numbers game, Kenzie being out again. Um, You know, I mean, end of the day, I'm obviously a Kenzie loyalist to a fault, but um, I'm, I'm a realist too. And like, you know, it's going to be tough for Kenzie to make the team. Um, I hope he does. I think he has the skill, but then again, you, you know, we're, if it's just comes down to a position thing, um, you know, I, I think that he's this, he's coming on year three. And I think if he doesn't make this team, I think somebody will pick him up off waivers somewhere else. Um, but you know, yeah, you got Phillips, you got guys. I mean, I was looking at these free agent wide receivers who were left. Um, you still got Odell Beckham apparently is out there. Yeah. Um, Obviously, he's not going to take the league minimum, or or uh, right. or even a few mil.
0: But um, it, it depends on how quick you want to actually have him be effective, because you know he tore his ACL in right. the Super Bowl. So you want two you know, guys he,
1: that have ACL tears,
0: yeah, and, and a guy that's not going to come back until mid to late season. Yeah, that's and, you know, true. at, at that's best true. there. So. Um, um, who, who else is showing though for free agent? You got
1: Julio's number two, um, Emmanuel Sanders, which he's super old now. You got, which he had a good season last year. Jarvis Landry, Cole Beasley, Will Fuller, John Ross, Albert Wilson, Keelan Cole, and Adam Humphreys. Um, so. Will Fuller would be, yeah. I mean, Cole Beasley. I just, I'm not sold on him much anymore. Landry might be a good fit. John Ross, he's another speedster guy, you know. Um, yeah, might be somebody intriguing to, to look at. Um, but then again, I'd have to go back and look at what these guys did last season. I'm not too sure what they've all done. I know what a couple of them had done, you know, but, um and where they're at injury-wise, and then all that stuff.
0: And my thing with, you know, Cole Beasley, you know, I've saw some of the talks about how, you know, the Titans may be interested, but looking at, you know, the receivers for the Titans, you already have a couple of guys who are kind of set or that would really mainly fit the slot position. For the Titans. So if you bring Cole Beasley in, that's just another guy right there. And what we need is more of, you know, that that speed factor to open things up down the field, stretch the field a little Mm -hmm. bit. Um, I I didn't really hit on this earlier, but Will Fuller for me, um, I'm not sold on him if the Titans wanted to bring him in. And the reason I'm not sold on him is just because of his injury history. Like, yeah. you know, the, he, he can't stay on the field that much. So, do you want to spend right. the money just to possibly, by week six, not have him playing any more of the season? But, you know, it. it's also when you go through that list and listen to those guys and you – Are trying to find a guy who can stretch the field with his speed. There's not many of them on there. You know, he's one of the only ones on there. So, like, you're kind of between a rock and a hard place on that. So, what do you do? Um, but yeah, it'd be uh, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, what the Titans decide to do. And Rossi, before we get into our players that we think can have like a breakout season this next year with the Titans got to get into a segment of the show, of the show the best bets segment presented by DraftKings and you know the play, the NBA playoffs are going on right now all the way to the championship it, it's going on Celtics Warriors down to the last two teams who's going to win it all Well, the NBA playoff action is nonstop at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. So, everyone, you're down to two teams. 50-50 shot. Take your pick. If that team does win, then you get $150 in free bets. Um, looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the NBA playoffs. With DraftKings same-game parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, total threes made, total rebounds, and more. And then, boom, you have a shot at an even bigger payout. Right now, all customers can place a same-game parlay with three or more legs and get a free bet back up to $25 if one leg doesn't hit. Now, simple. All you have to do, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Again, that's promo code TPPN. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Memo age and eligibility restrictions apply. Go down, see the show details for more on that. And... You know, Rossi, like I mentioned, playoffs. We're down to the last two teams for the NBA championship, the Celtics and the Warriors battling it out. I know who my wife wants to see win all this, and that's the Celtics. She's always been a Celtics fan, was born up in that area and Mm -hmm. stayed true. I know T.A., he's cheering on his Warriors. He's wanting them to win. So yeah. I, I wanna get I, I know we focus more on football, but between those two teams, who do you think is gonna take home the championship? I've actually
1: watched quite a bit of the NBA playoffs this year and uh you know, I was hoping my Grizzlies would, would do something yeah. better, but um <laughs> you know, um I I like the Celtics, man. They're they're a resilient team. I've watched a lot mm-hmm. of them. Um, I, I think the Celtics are going to take it home, um, you know, but you never know. Golden state might, might end up pulling it out, but I think the I'm going to go with the Celtics and uh, go with your wife there on that one.
0: <laughs> well, I, I'm sure she will like that one. And, you know, I've, I, I've tried to keep up with the playoffs like you. I was, I was hoping that the Grizzlies were going to make a run. Um, but, you know, this this Warriors team, they've been finding their groove. Steph yeah. has been doing Steph things. I mean, when you have a team that can shoot threes like the mm-hmm. Warriors, I mean, just go back and look at game one against the Celtics. Steph made a pass to Clay, and he didn't even – continue on with the play he just turned to head back on defense because he knew already that clay's shot was going in and those guys just stretch the court and but like you mentioned the celtics they're resilient i don't think that they've lost uh back-to-back games in the playoffs and if that's the case if they keep that going they stole game one in golden state seven Mm -hmm. game series if they're winning every other game they'll end up taking it and looking at everything for game two tomorrow night um and just so everyone knows this is not betting advice so i'm just going to give you what i think is the best bet if you decide to take it don't don't shoot the messenger if it doesn't hit (laughs) um but the Celtics' money line is plus 145, and the Warriors' money line is minus 195. I'm going to say Golden State will end up taking game two just because I think both of these teams, are they're back and forth. The Celtics had to be resilient in game one. The Warriors had a decent lead and let the Celtics come back and win it. So I think Golden State will put game two away and take that win and see we got some more uh comments rolling in here um of course my wife saying let's go celtics uh power hour saying look who's back power hour hope What's you're up, doing well, right, man uh glad to see and you did you here. know
1: um power has got a pretty big guest coming on i don't know I,
0: you... I i saw that he's got buck rising that. coming on that's uh, right you know power hour check that out i know y'all hit you hit on that recent news and everything um saw the we see these derrick henry workout videos Mm. now we've saw the buck rising workout video i mean there you go there's you some uh (laughs) uh current news that you may have to hit on uh just to mess with buck a little bit um Al Pierce saying, Larry Legend's old team. Um, Dadson saying, Burks hunting and fishing triggered a lot of folks in the media, and even our local media runs with national narratives far too much. I don't pay much attention to the rumors. Um, Says, as long as Burks makes those highlight catches every few practices, he will be a baller in the NFL. Power Hour saying, stay tuned. Um, Definitely looking forward to that show power hour um now Rossi let's hop into the players that we think have a chance to really have a breakout season with the Titans this year I mentioned this to you before um we went live a couple of years oh. ago my brother and I had done this and it was when Kenny Vaccaro was still with the team and Imani Hooker was just his backup but my brother said that he saw Amani Hooker as a guy that was going to break out for the Titans. And sure enough, that year, Vaccaro got hurt. Amani Hooker come in, was tied for leading the team in interceptions that year. We know where Amani Hooker is now. So who are some players that you think have that chance this year to really break out?
1: Um, I mean – you know, I I would love to see Dylan Raiden's step up. We need him desperately. Um, I don't mm-hmm. know what their plans are at tackle. I want to say it's going to be Raiden's and what's his name, Pierre, fighting it out for that spot. The the mm-hmm. rookie. Um, I, you know, one player that I would, did I think is going to be a guy that really steps up is Aaron Brewer. Um, at the guard position. I know he played some there last year, but I like Aaron Brewer. I think that give him a full season. Um, As far as breakout players, it, I just don't see a lot on offense, man. I mean, I Henry, of course. I mean, Henry's right. – we need Henry to break out. We need Henry to – and, you know, we're going to have to figure out ways. And like I said, Austin Hooper is a guy that I'm really looking forward to to be in that guy that can kind of fill in too. I mean, and they need to use the tight end position more, not just in the running game. They need to get the ball to the tight end more. And I think Mm -hmm. they couldn't last season. I mean, it's just, they didn't have the the skill there. And, you know, Ferkser was a gigantic bust. Um, Well, and it
0: was very obvious when you look at the tight ends that were on the field, the Titans yeah. play calling was very obvious to right who they had out there. If Ferster right. was out there, teams knew that he wasn't gonna be blocking. Like, okay, it's a pass. And now you switch it up and have Austin Hooper who can block. He can go out and catch. Right. And so ju- just to add to your points there.
1: I think um and and that's and I saw in the comments said Nate Davis. Nate Davis did regress, you know. So I mean, there's a lot of questions on offense, the offensive line, the receivers, the Tannehill, Hill. You know, um, Tanny Hill. I'm not going to say he's going to be a breakout player, but he needs to be. Yeah, you know, Tanny. This is this is um, this year for Tannehill Hill is make it or break it for him and his career with the Titans. You know, yep. um, because next year they can let him off the hook without being. Uh, hit too much um, on the salary cap. So this year is is make it or break it. I mean, they, they drafted Malik Willis. Um, obviously, they're prepping for the future. Um, mm-hmm. And Al brought up a good point. You know, Tim Kelly and this yep. could be actually at the end of the day, at the end of the season, Tim Kelly could be the most important addition that we've made to this offense. Right, You know, cause I, I think you got to use the tight end more. You just have to, now that you have Hooper. Um, I expect, um, the offense to, to run a lot better with Tim Kelly, um, helping out, um, uh, downing, you know, um, yep. downing that just, that name makes me nervous. Um, <laughs> I, but I think that, and two, I mean, granted, you gotta look back at what happened last season on offense. I mean, so many injuries. Lawan being out all the time, a lot of the Saffold being out here and there. Then you had, you know, you had guys coming in playing on the offensive line that should have no business playing. You had yep. guys starting at the receiver position that had no business starting at. Um, you know, and I love NWI, but he's not a number one or two guy he's a utility guy he's a guy you bring in i think he's a good like third type of option like mm-hmm. if you want to bring in a different package i love nwi like i think he's that type of guy third or fourth receiver right but you don't want to you don't want him starting every play i mean um i think he he is done great and and you know like that dude he should be super proud of himself and where he's come as a player um, right because he's improved
0: every year every
1: year and and you know maybe he could be a number two you know maybe he could be i don't know but um i just i expect hooper to step up i expect henry to really step up and be an impact player and i'm really expecting ryan tannehill to step up and be an impact at least a I think Ryan Tannehill can turn it around. You know, Mm. I'm not look, I was harder on Tannehill than a lot of people were (laughs) like I mean I he he disgusted me during the season (laughs) in the playoffs, and it all started back in training camp. If you don't if you remember, you know, a lot of Mm. people made a big deal about how many interceptions he was throwing. And and I heard this too, and this is something I heard from 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 somebody who's very, very, very close to the team. Mm-hmm. This, in the OTAs, this is what I heard. I hope it's not, you know, it doesn't, this is not what the season is going to be like. But I heard right. that Malik Willis, for the, the three quarterbacks, Malik Willis can't hit the broad side of a barn. They're working on his mechanics. That's almost expected, right? He's a rookie. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, that's always been into question. That's why he fell third to the third round. Hopefully that's something they can work on and they can make make him a lot better. Um right. he's got the ceiling of a first round pick, you know. Um, and then I heard that Tannehill hasn't looked good. Like I've mm-hmm. heard that Logan Woodside hasn't missed the ball. I mean, he's he's been on point every single pass. But I've I've heard then this is from a very close person to the to the team that right. that's seen the practices in person and that Tannehill just is not looking great, you know, as far as his accuracy. Um I hope that it's just look, it's OTAs, right? Like mm-hmm. nobody really cares about OTAs. You can't gauge anything off OTAs. You know, once you get to training camp is when you can start kind of gauging things. Now, we heard last season, right? We heard about this last season, Tannehill throwing all these picks in practice. You know, he's really got to step up, man. Whatever it is, whatever funk he's going through, I've heard that he's had nightmares about the Bengals game. Whatever funk that he's going to, he needs to get out of it and fix it, you know, because – if this is your year, dude, this could potentially be your last year as a starter in the NFL. Right. You know, um, he could, you know, if he doesn't do something this year, he could end up being a backup for the rest of his career, which he's made, you know, he's made probably what 150, 200 million dollars in his career. <laughs> I mean, come on, you know what I mean? But I just, and I'm sorry for just going on and on about no, you're this. you're good. But <laughs> but I really, it gets me fired up because you know he's got to step up, man. I mean, there's, there. I just don't think we're gonna ever get to a Super Bowl if he doesn't. Even, I mean, even if the defense is top five, like in this day and yeah. age, you got to have some of a of an offense. I mean,
0: you yeah, know? and and that's how you know, like you said, that's how he can be a how he can have a breakout season for us this year is if he breaks through um that that barrier that that just has him stopped right now if he breaks through that barrier and were to lead us to a super bowl like that that can be his breakout season right there um i and i like this because you know when i asked you to come on i told you about you know the idea for the show and everything and we didn't really talk about play what players we thought each of us would say as an impact player what players we right. thought each would say as a breakout player and we didn't we don't have the same ones for the breakout guys and i like that just because it gives yeah different perspectives um and power hour you know he mentions one of the guys that i think can have a i think he'll have a breakout season for the titans because he's been in the playbook he got hurt last year but he's, mm. he's coming back this year. He's looking to prove something. He's added some upper body mass uh, because he's a taller dude. He needs to be stronger. And that mm. is Caleb Farley. Power says right. Caleb Farley and Roger McCreary are the keys to unlocking the defense's true potential. You know, if Caleb Farley is able to come back healthy this season and play up to his potential. Man. Like something to see. It it could be, and I think that I think he's coming into the season with that mindset, and I could see him coming back from this injury and doing just that. I mean, look at what happened with Christian Fulton. He got hurt his rookie year, and came back in his second year. And we were talking about the Fulton County Jail, all of this, like that right there. It, it helps out going into your second year. Another guy going into their second year that got hurt last year that I think could have a breakout season. And he's a guy that's going to be lower on the depth chart because when you look at our edge rush, you think of Bud Dupree, you think of Harold Landry, you think of Ola. I mean, you think of these other guys. But Rashad Weaver, he's a guy who – you know, he was making some plays before yeah, he got forgot hurt. about him. So, you know, like you said, he's a guy that some people have possibly forgot about. And he can come in, possibly have a breakout year this year for whatever snaps he ends up getting. Now, I am going to go to the offensive side. And this one is just for a little bit of hope, I guess. Um, uh uh-huh. Because I, I thought of this before we went on and it I never thought these words would come from my mouth after last season how he didn't really know the playbook, ended up in the wrong spots, but I think that Des Fitzpatrick has a chance to you know really put last season behind him get in the playbook, learn where he's supposed to be, put in the work, and could possibly bounce back in year two and have a breakout season. And like I said, yeah. that was just a little bit of hope there. Um, I I think that Rashad Weaver and Farley are more likely to happen, uh, just in my opinion. But, you know, Des, a lot of us have been – really hard on this. Like, yeah. you know, hey, don't get that guy off the field. Get him off the active roster. And – but I think – I'm hoping that he can come out this year and, you know, prove me wrong. As in, prove me wrong that I was thinking you shouldn't be on this team. Go out there and just have your breakout season and show me why Vrabel and J-Rob decided to pick you and, you know, why – you know they like you, so th- those are three guys that I think have um the potential to really have a breakout season this year uh we got eight people in the chat. Let us know who y'all think can that may have a breakout season this year We want to get y'all's opinion get y'all's in get y'all involved um. Yeah. And everyone, make sure, you know, back out of the live chat. I saw Rossi put this in the chat earlier. Back out of that live chat. Hit that like button. Share this video out. I know we're starting to close in on an hour, and we don't have too much more for you. But, you know, share this show out. Let's get some more people in here. Um, if you haven't already, make sure, go subscribe to Rossi's YouTube channel. Just Titans Rossi on YouTube. Go follow him on Twitter, at Titans Rossi. Uh, If you haven't subscribed to me already, make sure to do that. I really appreciate it. I already mentioned the audio version of this podcast will be up later. If you want to go back, listen to it, you can find it on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcast, uh, all of those. Follow me on there. Leave that five-star rating, comments, questions. Again, just love that interaction. Um, What's your thoughts, i threw out there for possible breakout seasons
1: um i you know i i hope des does come along too you know i really do um i like your i like your farley uh i like your farley uh pick there but um i was trying to think man i think um as far as breakout, I mean, all these guys on defense have, have broke out already. You know, yeah. <laughs> um, I really love, man. I love Tier Tart, dude. I, mm-hmm. I think he's an another guy that that's just uh, awesome. I look for Denico Autry to continue his um his success. Um, but yeah. I think for me, I'm gonna have to say Bud Dupree. I think mm-hmm. he's gonna get back to his old form and um. I think, you know, Elijah Molden, I think he's a guy that's going to break out even more this yep. year as well, you know? Um, but I think those two guys, and I'd, I'd say those two guys, Hooper, and um, I, th- I think Robert Woods is going to be good too, you know? Yep. Um, I think he's a guy that people are sleeping on because of the injury. He's He's never really been that number one guy, but he's put up number one numbers before. Yep. You know, and I think he's a guy that's going to be, you know, if he develops a chemistry with Tannehill, um, that could be a really good combination. Right. You know? um, and I was reading Datsun's comments, you know, about Ryan and the injuries and all that. You know, he did have a lot of 19 different receivers, um, all that stuff. And and I, I agree with you. I mean, I, I understand that. You know what I mean? I get that. And, and to go back to Taney, I know I'm going backwards here, but <laughs> um, I was at that game. You were at that Bengals game, you know, like to me, I get it. Like, yes, we allowed 348 yards on defense and this and that. But, you know, when your defense is on the field the entire game and they're already sucking wind and they're having to keep up with receivers like Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and the mm-hmm. other guy who was – what's the other guy's name? He was good too.
0: Uh, Boyd. And
1: Boyd. And then you're having to keep him uh, with the, the tight end. I mean, and the, the quick running back. What was his name? Uh, um, I can't remember uh, running back. Who's good too? Uh, Mixon. Mixon. You know, when you're on – when your defense is on the field the entire game, I mean – I. In a way, I don't blame them. I mean, they had nine sacks, you know. I, I don't really blame the defense for that loss. Honestly, like, I, I do blame Tannehill. I mean, he was, he made some god-awful decisions with the football. I mean, just, it was one of the worst performances by a quarterback I've seen in a long time in a, in a game. And that's just my opinion. Now, you'd be mad at me if you want, you know. <laughs> I know you're not, but you know, I'm just I was there, I saw it in person, like it was just and maybe that made it even worse being there in person, sitting in the 16 degree weather, flying all the way up from Florida. Yeah, you know, but it was just like (laughs) he was just terrible that game and and the guys gotta step up, you know, and that's what I'm saying you were asking about impact players. I think Tannehill can step up and be an impact player. Mm -hmm. In fact, I'm almost like feeling good about it. Like I'm almost feeling good about, about saying that he might be an impact player for us. Right. I think he can get back to form.
0: Yeah. And Al, I, I like your pick there because Molden was another guy that I thought about, even though, you know, yeah, he had a, good rookie season but i think he's going to take everything he learned in his rookie season and come back even better in his second year um power hour talking about you know maybe a position battle there at kicker um for training camp i've heard Uh, of that guy yeah i i I don't want to butcher his last name um so i'll just call him caleb but uh you know, Power Hour says he's heard good things so far about him. So, you know, maybe that's another uh, position to watch. And just to hear... Is hit, he a rookie? Um, I think he is out I, of Iowa. Yeah, I think so. Um, And let's see. So, uh, Dadson, just kinda of going through uh your comments here and I you know this is the good thing you get different opinions and mm. you know I know Rossi knows this and I, I like this. We get different opinions, see different perspectives. Um and you know like yes the so you can say the secondary kept the defense on the field. Um the Titans You know, the the offense stalled out some. Tannehill had the interceptions. Um, Yes, the defense gave up um, 348 pass yards. But I I want you to really think about this. So the defense gave up 348 pass yards. And at the end of the game, or before the Bengals kicked the game winning field goal, it was still 16 to 16, which means the Bengals weren't Putting up points, like yeah, they they threw for a lot of yards, but mm-hmm. okay, hey, the ti- the Titans got a lot of sacks, doesn't doesn't always you know correlate to winning the game. You know, Titans had All nine right. sacks, didn't win. Bengals, Joe Burrow, if Tannehill doesn't throw the last pick, the Titans go down and score. Then right. you're looking at it from the opposite way of. Okay, Titans won, but, hey, Joe Burrow threw for 348 yards. Um, mm. You know, it it, it comes down to it, it is what it is. It's in the past. We're hoping, you know, I know Tannehill had a hard time Ducky. with that loss. Uh, yeah, I saw, I saw Ducky's comment there. <laughs> I love Ducky. Uh, you know, Tannehill had a hard time with that loss, opened up about his mental health and how it affected him. And I think given what we've talked about before, we know that, you know, he's went through that film. He's kind of come back with a chip on his shoulder this year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's a guy that could definitely have a bounce back season. Um, and Rossi, we've been going for an hour now. Um, I know you've already worked today as well. Um so I, I think we can wrap it up here. I don't know if you have anything else that you know you want to add. No, man, I,
1: I appreciate you having me on. Uh, it's it's great to be talking Titans football. I'm you know I'm look, man. I you know I was I was really mad for a while about Tannehill and the <laughs> loss and going through all that. I was mad about us getting rid of AJ, but you know at the end of the day, it, it kind of when you look back on stuff and the decisions they make, you you think, you know, okay, where would we have had the money for AJ? I mean, even if we Mm -hmm. gave the money to AJ, where does that leave us for the future? I see, you know, it's kind of the Titans front office. They want to win. They want to be a winning organization. Now, you know, do you sacrifice a player like that to potentially – have some winning seasons you keep winning you sacrifice a super bowl by not keeping a player like that i don't know i mean aj was starting to get hurt and this and that i think aj is gonna kill it in philadelphia as long as Hertz can get him the ball i about to um, say
0: that's gonna be i have no doubt in aj's talent but right. i i don't know about hurts actually getting yeah, in the I ball think it's enough.
1: I i was kinda surprised by the team. You know, I think Hertz is a great talent, but I I mm-hmm. just I just thought AJ would go if we were gonna trade him. And you know, I heard right before the draft that we were gonna resign him and that that was the plan. Like that they wanted to and apparently AJ turned down the deal, you know. Um right maybe it just wasn't exactly how Maybe they didn't structure it right or something. I don't really know the whole the deal of it. Well, but, um... uh,
0: according on a lot of that, according to what it was, supposedly the Titans were around $20 million a year. And the number that – you know, AJ had supposedly cut off communication with the team, everything, and the number that he threw out asking for was – a lot more than he even got in Philly. Um, and he wanted like 80 million guaranteed in money. Um, like I said, well over 25 million a year. Um, so it was just, there was like no middle ground that they could close to, that they were just too far apart. Mm-hmm. So, um, and Power Hour saying, Uh, That was a rough night. We remember. Yes, we do. (laughs) So, um, but yeah, just the the money, they were too far apart. So to answer your question on that from everything that I've kind of said, I've, I've saw the Titans side of the story. I've saw AJ side down too.
1: Yeah. Um, I I hope he does well. You know, I hope he, I hope he does kill it there. Um, But you know, I, I I have hope in the Titans this upcoming season. I think, are we Super Bowl material? I don't know. You know, I think anytime you have a player like Derrick Henry and a healthy Derrick Henry, anything can yeah. happen. I mean, you saw what happened a few years ago um, when we almost went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. That was Derrick Henry. That wasn't really... I mean, Tannehill had a good year. Obviously, he led the team, right. but... Those two playoff games, Henry took over those games, you know, right. and, you know, we're talking about a few plays going a different way against Kansas City in that mm-hmm. game and and we're in the Super Bowl. So it's not like, you know, I don't think this I think this team with a healthy Derrick Henry and the defense they are going to have can be contenders, you know, um, right but Ryan Tannehill needs to be better than a game manager. You know, he needs to get back to the form that he was a few years ago, even a couple years ago, the first two years he was with us. Now, obviously the weapons he had then were different, you know, Corey Davis, AJ Brown, the the tight ends were a little better playing better. Um, The line was better. So yes, of course. And that's, and you're right. I mean, there's, there's so many factors that go into this whole game, you know, and so many facets of this game. That's why we love it, right? I mean,
0: yep. <laughs> um, that's yeah, why we that's love
1: right. breaking it down as content creators. Um, we love dissecting the team, what the players do. Um, I, I got a good feeling. I got a good feeling about this upcoming season. If Ron Tannehill can be more the game manager, not make mistakes. Limit Mm. the interceptions. The interceptions were a problem last year. You know, limit the interceptions. Limit the dumb plays. Play more efficient. And you got Derek, a healthy Derrick Henry. Anything's a possibility, especially with this defense.
0: Yep, that's right. That's
1: the way I look at it. But I'm a a glass half-full type of guy, right? You know, so. Uh,
0: Hey, um, uh, that's the way. I mean, with how much promise this team can have, and like you mentioned, the defense we know how good this defense is and you know that's that's where the glass half full really comes in because you look at offense defense obviously you have special teams that factors in as well but you know there, there's promise so you know i'm on i'm ready to see going forward uh what happens um and you know, I know it's getting late for everyone. Uh, like I said, we just wanted to hop on here, give our thoughts about breakout player or breakout season impact players. Um, yeah. And it, it's been a fun show. I appreciate you coming on tonight, Rossi. Uh, it, it's mm-hmm. been a blast as always. Um, again, everyone, if you haven't already, go follow him on follow him on Twitter at Titans Rossi. Subscribe to him on YouTube, Titans Rossi. Um and go check me out on Twitter at Titans underscore time. That's where I'm most active. Uh, check out the audio version of the podcast on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple podcast, follow on there, leave a five-star rating, subscribe to the YouTube channel. I really appreciate it. Leave a like on the video, share the video out. It helps tremendously. And I truly do appreciate everyone that subscribes, comments and everything on mm-hmm. all the videos and, on the audio version um and everyone i mean this has been titan's time and as always tighten up